Welcome to the Neuropathy Support Group and Podcast. I'm Chris, and I'm so glad you tuned in. It's my hope with this podcast to help all of us gather information that might help those that need support dealing with this debilitating issue. Hello, and welcome to this podcast. Before we get started, let's get the formalities out of the way with the medical and privacy disclaimer. I am not a doctor or medical professional. The information on this podcast is from personal experiences and is meant for group support. Additionally, the information discussed is not meant to diagnose, treat, or cure any underlying conditions associated with neuropathy. All names here within are private and will not be shared with any outside sources. Please consult your healthcare provider before making any health decisions. If you have medical concerns or an immediate emergency, please contact your doctor or dial 911. Hello everyone and happy Monday to you. I hope you had a great weekend and I hope and I pray that this week will be just as good. Have a lot of, lot of rain over the evening and into today the power went off for a little bit. So on my end, I'm kind of started uh, working on this podcast a little late, but Today's subject might be a little concerning or or might be a little bit negative in a way. Depends on how you think about it. But a couple, maybe a month ago, I talked about what others think about us and, and our neuropathy and how they feel and what they think about it. So what I wanted to do this episode was... I wanted to take um, some talks from Tony Robbins, which is, he's an inspirational uh, speaker. And I wanted to talk about, and I wanted to talk about another subject that is um, kind of dear to my heart also, because I do have this issue, um, like probably most of you do. So the question that I propose today with this episode is, there are only two options, make progress or make excuses, which will you make? And again, this is from Tony Robbins and his websites. So that's what our discussion will be today. So when I talk about this uh, topic, which it may not uh, correspond to our neuropathy and what we feel, but I want you to keep in mind and think about yourself, not what he's saying here for others, because it could be a completely different topic, but just... Um, as you hear me read this, just think about neuropathy and you. And, you know, if you are making progress or making excuses, all right? That's what we're going to talk about. So let's get started. Most people, like me, make excuses instead of doing a task given to them. If you don't try to do a thing, you won't know if you will be good at it at that thing and make progress or if you will be bad but instead of doing that most people just make up excuses i really do try to avoid making excuses as much as possible when i hear myself making them i cringe but we're all human it's inevitable that excuses will happen making excuses means that it's easier to live with our failed expectations as a bonus We win the sympathy of others, which in turn helps us to create deeper bonds with those around us. 
We're not perfect after all. In fact, we are quite flawed and achieving our goals and objectives is tough work. Excuses provides us with reasons that help us explain away why we just aren't good enough. Many of us have big dreams and aspirations. This is, of course, wonderful. However, the reality that many people don't give up achieving the big goals they set for themselves. And it's not that people aren't incapable. Many of us are more than capable of achieving things beyond our wildest imaginations. However, for most, this never happened, actually becomes a reality because people just kind of getting it in their own way. The way we kind of get in our own way comes to the excuses we constantly make for not having enough, for not achieving a goal, for not handling a problem, or for not making the most out of opportunities life throws our way. Excuses such as, I'm not educated enough, I just don't have enough money, I just don't have enough time, I'm just not confident enough to do this, I just don't have enough experience. All these excuses keep us stuck. They keep us stuck in limbo. We want all these wonderful things, but unfortunately for most people, well, they will actually never have them. We won't have these wonderful things because the excuses we make prevents us from moving forward. And that kind of, kind of comes along with neuropathy. You know, tomorrow I'll start doing this or tomorrow, you know, I'll do this to make it better. You know, the only way that you can do these things and you at least get some relief is try and make that possible for you to go ahead and make your day feel better than what it does. The unpredictable nature of this path means that we will experience many roadblocks and obstacles that temporarily prevent us from moving forward. During these moments, you can either take initiative and commit yourself to plowing through these challenges, or you can sit back, relax, and make excuses as to why you simply couldn't make progress. So I want you to remember, we're talking about neuropathy here and how it keeps us from moving forward and doing things. We want to stay positive as much as possible. So let's talk about nine tips to help you go after your dreams and how to stop making excuses. So why do people make excuses? Making excuses can almost always be traced back to one of three reasons. Fear, uncertainty, or lack of purpose. To stop making excuses, first determine which one applies to you. First, fear. Making excuses can almost be traced back to one emotion, fear. Fear can come in many forms. Perhaps you make excuses about going after your dreams because you're afraid of failure. You make excuses about your weight or your health because of self-doubt and a lack of confidence. It isn't easy to stop making excuses and face your fears, but it can be done. All right, let's talk about uncertainty. As human beings, we all have six human needs that drive our decisions. One of our most powerful needs is certainty. 
We are driven to avoid pain and seek out things that we know will bring us pleasure. That's why it's so tempting to stay in your comfort zone or pick up bad habits. When we face a situation that we're not certain about, our brains prefer making excuses over dealing with the uncertainty. But you can override these natural impulses and stop making excuses. Let's talk about lack of uh, purpose. People who make excuses also come across as lazy, uninspired, and apathetic. Yet, it, it's more likely that they haven't yet discovered their purpose. So now let's talk about how to stop making excuses. Making excuses is normal from time to time. We're all human after all. But it's starting to interfere with your life and prevent you from reaching your goals. It's time to learn how to stop making excuses. First off, take responsibility. The first step to stop making excuses is always to realize that you alone control your destiny. No matter what has happened to you in the past, your future is up to you. Next is shift your perspective. When you take responsibility, you begin to see that problems are opportunities, not obstacles. Life is happening for you, not to you. Everything has happened in your life brought you to this moment, and you can either transform your life or keep making excuses. Next is uncover your limiting beliefs. People who make excuses likely have certain limiting beliefs that are holding them back. These are stories we tell ourselves about who we are. If you believe deep down that you're not deserve, deserving of success or that you don't have the inner strength to overcome failure, you'll continue making excuses to avoid going after what you really want. Next, change your story. Once you've identified your limiting beliefs, you can change your story and stop making excuses for good. Do this by identifying negative self-talk and replacing any limiting beliefs with empowering ones. When you change your words and your story, you change your life. Next is find the lesson. People who make excuses don't bother to look closely at their mistakes and determine what went wrong. They blame others or never learn the valuable lessons that failure can provide. Successful people always look for a lesson and apply it to their future decisions. Next, stop overthinking. The path to success is to take massive, determined action. The ability to make tough decisions is a top trait of great leaders and essential skill for everyday life. Just stop making excuses. You must stop overthinking. Let go of the past and take massive action. Next is going to be define your vision. Do you jump out of bed each day with excitement and vitality? If you're wondering how to stop making excuses, the answer is likely no. So how can you start? Go back to the drawing board and examine your blueprint for your life. What you do and what you really want. Create a powerful vision that you'll be proud of to follow, and you'll never make an excuse again. Next is going to be setting goals. 
Discovering your purpose is valuable, but setting goals is the first step in turning the invisible into visible. Working towards actionable goals forces you to stop making excuses and start creating and compelling future. Start small and set achievable SMART goals. As you build confidence, set bigger and bigger goals. And finally, number nine, get support. The key to stop making excuses is to be hold yourself accountable for your actions. But this isn't always easy. Get support from a trusted friend or significant other. Better yet, find a mentor, join a mastermind group, or connect with a coach. They'll have the experience and training need you need to keep your accountable and productive life. You'll see those are kind of some of the things that we all need to think about. You know, setting goals. This week I'm going to walk this far. Or this week I'm going to do my leg stretches. Or this week, you know, on and on and on, etc., etc. And those are the kind of things we need to be thinking about. But in regards to finding somebody that is a mentor, find somebody that does know and that uh, maybe somebody that has the same issues that you do, neuropathy. And that's why some of these Facebook pages are real good to get kind of ideas from others. But you need to take that information and make sure that it's true information unless, you know, you really trust the person. Because there are a lot of things out there that are negative things um, that you don't need and that I don't need. So it's always good to stay positive and just take those things out of your life. So I got two last topics here. First, let's uh, talk about choosing empowering beliefs. You can identify with associations and beliefs or impending your success or recondition yourself to turn your disempowering beliefs and associations into empowering ones. Your beliefs dictate how you interpret your experiences. And these interpretations determine your decisions which collectively shape your life. At its heart, a belief is a feeling of certainty about an idea. And your certainty is based on the experiences that you've interpreted as evidence or reference to support the idea. Since through imagination you can find or create references to support any belief, you can turn any idea into a belief. Furthermore, you have the power to adopt beliefs that empower you. Limiting beliefs can become self-fulfilling prophecies as they inform your decisions, which dictate your actions, and which shape your future. So here's an article that I want to read to you. I've lived with severe nerve pain for the past eight years and have, through trial and error, found some simple ways to help reduce and quiet it down on a daily basis. Some of these methods may be obvious if you already live with nerve pain. I include them all here because I know that it certain, certainly would have served me well to have had this information early on, instead of having to work it all out by myself. The first thing I learned was to think about my situation differently. For a long time, I thought about my nerve pain as its own thing, separated from me. It was something I didn't want to have around. And if it was, it owned, it owned my identity. And it was me against the pain. 
I've come to understand that minor pain is an aspect of my body, and possibly myself, that is so raw, so irritated, so sensitive, and so volatile that it does not serve to try to make it get better. My nerves in pain don't want to be poked or prodded or touched or manipulated into wellness. Even alternative treatments seem like too much to handle. I am a strong believer in acupuncture, but the ideas of needles when my nerves are already screaming is not something I want to contemplate. Sometimes, even light massage is too much. When I began to accept the pain as part of my whole life experience, not something that could be extracted or aimed at or annihilated, I began to see that my approach to easy, easing it was going to have to be more holistic. I found the best way to do that was to work with creating more well-being in the body around the nerve pain. So I'm going to read uh, these different methods that she used because we're kind of short on time now. And again, I'll post this so you'll be able to read the whole article. But here are some of the methods to help the body feel the best it can around the pain. First, relax and distress as much as possible. Limit your interactions with things that would normally get on your nerves. Next, stay on anti-inflammatory diet and try to avoid inflammatory situations. Next, get more rest and sleep by staying calm. Make doing less a priority. You might use herbal teas such as chamomile to help with sleep or read yourself to sleep while listening to relaxing music. Avoid staying up late on the internet. Next, choose activities that not only suit your physical limitations, but also soothe the mind and soul. Next, spend time every day in nature walking and focusing your attention on the soothing feeling of the air on the skin, the breeze, the sunlight, and the sounds of birds. Next, take long soaks in bath salts or products using aromatherapy. And finally, keep moving in any way you can that doesn't make your pain worse. It's important to keep the blood and oxygen flowing to keep your muscles from stiffening up and adding to the pain. Well, I hope some of this helped. I wasn't trying to get down on us in regards to, you know, our pain and how we have to deal with neuropathy. But you need to realize, too, is that nobody understands the pain and the issues you have except you. Just for, just like myself, I go through the same thing. Nobody believes me. Nobody can understand. And that's going to be probably the big part of all this. So you just need to keep moving on and do the things you can do to make your life better and to maybe relieve some of the pain that you deal with every single day. Until then, I will see you next Monday. As we come to a close, it's my hope this podcast and other sources, such as product reviews that I have discussed today, can better our lives and give us some relief dealing with neuropathy. This episode plus others are posted every Monday on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher. And finally, whatever life throws at you, even if it hurts you, 
Just be strong and fight through it. Remember, strong walls shake, but never collapse. Talk to you next Monday.